welcome back to I Love That For You. Hi, everyone. Um, today, we have a fun episode, just kind of going back uh, into Pat and I's past a little bit, um, answering some questions that we've gotten DMs that want to ex- want us to explain a little bit more about like how we met, um, our relationship, long distance, our tips on like what we did and our story. So we kind of just want to get into, you know, our story more, more in depth. Yeah, we get so many questions about, you know, relationship advice and specifics. People who know that we did long distance talk about long distance, talk about this, blah, blah, blah. So we were like, why don't we just do one full episode that's just dedicated to our relationship? Um, I don't I don't know if anybody here follows me. But last night during Instagram and during Bachelor, Mm -hmm. we were sitting on the couch and I was like, all right, Julia, you're really into Bachelor. I'm not so into it. Let me put something on my uh, Instagram story that just let me do a Q&A and just kind of see what kind of questions I got. Yeah. And I ended up getting some really good ones. And so many of them were about like, how did you guys meet? How did you guys start talking? How did you get through long distance? Um, just like a lot about our relationship. So we were like, a lot why of don't we turn I've that into an like, um, How did you know that like that that you guys were each other's person or like, how did you know when you were ready to get married? And like, just kind of like little details. Like, I think we've told our story before. And obviously, there's new people that don't know. But if you do know, um, there's just like little things that other people, you know, some people ask. And I think that we can give like, kind of go into just detail about those specifics. Yeah, it's a little bit about like, just kind of getting to know us a little bit better and, you know, sharing our story. Um, yeah. So we kind of jumped into that pretty quickly. We didn't really give much of our normal conversation banter up front and i think part of that is um this past week for us was pretty boring we got yeah. back from sedona wait was that yeah like we over a week though yeah okay yeah so the past week since we did our last episode we really haven't done much of it's anything been just like desk work for everyone <laughs> it's been a lot of playing catch-up you know yeah. i think kind of the normal after you take a little vacation you come back and there's just so much to do so mm-hmm. um you know, getting stuff cleaned around the apartment. We had zero food in our fridge. Um, just so much to catch up on for both of us at work. Right. And I feel like that's really what the past the past week has been. Yeah, definitely. So not <laughs> not very fun. Nothing really um, to kind of update there. Julia has been watching a, a new show, and I only say that Julia has been watching it because the first couple times. Uh, she turned on the episodes. I either couldn't get into it or I would just fall asleep. So Okay. Basically, guys, Pat, with every single show, he just falls asleep. So I end up watching it by myself, which is no fun. He's like not very fun to watch a show with unless it's like an educational documentary, which, you know, that's not always fun. <laughs> um, but I I've, I've actually like a few years ago or last year, I watched The Sinner episode one. And I think there was only one season or one season one. Um, so I saw there was two more and I was like, oh, I think Pat would like them because it's kind of like really similar to Broadchurch. Um, so we watched season two or did we start season three first? We started season two. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of stopped because Pat fell asleep, but then I continued to watch it by myself and I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. It was a little bit like out there, but I thought it was good. And then I just finished season three by myself too. It's another one of those like murder mysteries, um, if you watch Broadchurch, it's very, very similar to that. So it's really good. Yeah. I like it. I will say there are like some parts of the episodes that I've 
like caught in it in between yeah, my sleeping yeah. and I've enjoyed, but I, just as a whole, I just couldn't get into it and I honestly have no idea why. So, but a, as always, if you have show recommendations, um, please send them. We're yeah. always looking, always looking for new shows. Yeah. So uh, another exciting thing that actually just happened. In other news. Um, in other news. Um, Julia just hit 100,000 followers on Instagram. Woohoo. So that I don't act, even that, want to talk about it because I know that it, like I'm allowing myself to be excited today. Um because I am proud of myself and it is a, it was a, my only goal for a while and mm-hmm. I hit it and that's all I can say. Um with Instagram these days you never know, you can be up and down and so I just don't want to celebrate until I get to like 105. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, that that literally just happened like within the past hour of us sitting down to record this episode. So yeah, we're both feeling kind of excited about it. You know, it's kind of one of those things that you let yourself enjoy the victory of it, like the win of it for a little bit. But no, it's not mm-hmm. like you still got to keep working. You still got to keep yeah. trying to grow. And, and it's like, how know. long can I be excited until I'm already like, all right, what's the next goal? And I don't want to yeah. get there yet because I just want to like enjoy it and my parents called me like as soon as that happened and they were like, Julia, just have a shot, have a glass of wine, do something, enjoy it for today. So that's what I'm doing. So yeah. thank you to all you guys because you're there. Yeah. You made this possible. Seriously. <laughs> so let's get to 200. <laughs> yeah. On to the next goal. But it's funny actually, and we were just talking about how we thought this kind of happened. And, you know, one of the big things was um, Julia, one of your friends. Julia Havens. Yeah. Julia Havens. Um, who's another um, Instagram influencer, kind of put you on her story yeah. um, as, you know, somebody that she likes. and So, yeah, I mean, a lot of times, um, influ- like, other of my influencer friends, we do this, like, I wouldn't say too often, but we just, like, love to support each other. So we'll put each other on our stories and kind of give each other a shout out. And we did it because Julia and Hunter is her husband. They're actually going to be on the podcast soon. Um, so we just were like, all right, let me just like mention you. And she did the same thing. And yeah, she's got a great following and we have a lot of similar followers. So, um, that was helpful as well. And, but we're also really excited because, um, Julia and her, Julia Havens and her husband Hunter Hunter are going to be on the podcast, uh, next week. So if you don't know them or follow them, they're cool. Go go check them out. They're really cool. Really cool. Like interior design. They just moved to Nashville. We'll get into everything on the podcast podcast but i'm really excited to have them on and for like pat to i mean i've never met her in person which is so weird i feel like i know her so for us to kind of like get on to zoom with them and like meet them and that's the nice part about whenever we have guests we get to like have a date with them kind of yeah get to know so so you heard julia say that her parents told her to have a shot and a glass of wine so perfect segue into talking about what we're drinking um i think that needs to be like a radio host or something i think i should be the the host of the price is right <laughs> okay um yeah that's more like it it's yeah. not really like a podcast it's more like the price is right or like jeopardy or something exactly um so actually we we just made this um, is a new drink guys a, a new, new drink, drink alert which you run up i've had a bunch actually well not recently i really only drink it usually during the summer we, we um, haven't had this we haven't since had at least last year because yeah. The first time you had this, or the first time I had it was in D.C. When I came mm-hmm. to visit you one time, we went to this restaurant. I don't remember what it was called. No. It was like a tapas restaurant, yeah. like a Spanish place. Um, so, yeah, tell them what the drink was. Yeah, so the drink is called, and I'm probably going to mispronounce it, but it's called a Cali Mocho. 
Say it like it's with an like, accent. I don't know how. It's but like you... <laughs> K-A-L-I-M-O-O-C-H-O. Which is a Spanish drink, And right? what it is, is it's red wine and Coke, Coca-Cola. Um, that sounds with, so weird, but I promise you it's delicious. Yeah. With um, an orange or lime or mm-hmm. orange or lemon slice in it. So we, we have did, an orange, yeah. yeah. Like two thirds red wine, one third of the Coca-Cola, and then just a squeeze orange on top. And Yeah, but we actually didn't use Coke. Tell them what we used this time. No, we used, um, so it's just, called? it's called Zevia. Oh, yeah. It's like a popular... I don't know. It's like a carbonated. It's it's just like a soda. Yeah, it's a little um, just maybe a little, a little healthier than a soda. Yeah, it's made a little differently than yeah. like your regular Coca Cola or Pepsi. But this drink, the Calimocho, is um, it's like a lighter red wine. Like it kind of spruces it up, adds the carbonation to it, um, it sweetens it, it up. I mean, you a little can bit. taste the cola, which is mixed with the wine, is actually really nice. And like, I think before I tried that, I was like, that sounds. Really weird, but I was like, it's on the menu and it's popular, so it must be good in it. Yeah. Truly was. I forgot I've made this this drink for a handful of people and like different groups of people and everybody always goes into it with like, that sounds like that's going to be really bad. And then everybody has and they're like, oh, this is pretty good. So yeah, that's a a new drink that... uh, I feel like it's also because like you would never have sparkling red wine. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing, but it should be. That's good. I wonder if they like make it in a... I don't know. Like a can? Yeah, or like like you can get seltzers and you can get like sparkling white wine. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's really good, so you guys should try. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah. I mean, the the question we get all the time and um, just talking about our relationship, that's what we're going to talk about, then we obviously have to talk about the genesis of our relationship and how we met, how we started talking. Um, so do you want to take that or do you want me to? Um, You can. I feel like we have kind of talked. I don't want to. I mean, we have talked about how we met before, and I think a lot of people do know. Yeah. So I don't want to bore the people that know. Mm. But go ahead and kind of just jump around and. Yeah. You know. So um, for those that don't know, Julie and I are we're from the same hometown, but we are six years apart, um, age wise. I'm Yeah. yeah six and a half. I'm I'm the older one here. Um, so being from the same hometown, just having a lot of, um, friends. If I was the older one, that would mean that you were 19. (laughs) No. That'd be scary. Yeah. So. Same hometown. Same hometown, a lot of mutual friends, um, and just kind of like running in circles that had people that overlapped. And, um, I think, I don't know, actually, I know you followed me first on Instagram. And Guys, really quickly, this is super weird, but I did know, I knew Pat when I was a junior in high school because he was working at the high school, but mm. I didn't really like know you. I'd heard of you and like some of my friends knew who you were, but I remember seeing you one day when I was in gym class and you guys, you were like walking into the weight room or something and like that was it. And I was like, oh, I think I know who that is. Like it wasn't obviously I was so young, we, mm-hmm. whatever. I didn't even know who you were, but thinking back to it now, it's like. Oh my god, that's so weird. I was like seventeen. Yeah, yeah, that's know? weird. Um, I hope I can't get arrested for that. <laughs> what? I don't know. What would you get arrested for? I don't know. Um, just kind of knowing each other, knowing or not knowing each other, knowing mutual friends, kind of like being aware um, of each other through those groups. 
And then I was actually living in North Carolina. Did you know who I was? No. Oh, okay. I was living in North Carolina. Julie was living in New York. And um, Julia followed me on Instagram. Okay. Backstory. Oh, goodness. Okay. I texted, See, this is why you should have taken it on. I think I had texted my brother wondering if you were single. Mm. And I was just like, just curious. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe I had followed you, I think. And then I texted my brother just to make sure because I didn't want to like, I don't know. I just needed to know. Yeah. So he said yes. And I was like, I feel like I'm just going to like DM him. Is that kind of weird? And Corey was like, why not? Like, just go for it. And I was like, okay. Corey's my brother. So I did that. Um, and this was back when, I don't even know if you guys remember this, but Instagram, or I guess we started liking each other's photos first. Like I yeah. followed you and then I like liked three photos and you saw them and you came back and kind of did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't know how long we did that, maybe like a day. Yeah. And I was like, is this guy ever going to make a move? Like whatever, <laughs> being the brave woman that I am, decided to message him. And this was back when Instagram was like, uh, you had to send a picture in order to send a direct message. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. You had to send a picture. And yeah. I was like, there's no way in hell that I'm sending this man a picture of my face. I think I was like in bed too, like whatever. So I think I just sent him a black, like a screen. There was like a black screen, like nothing yeah. was on there. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is a super fun game we're playing. I will literally yeah. never forget that. Because I was like, I don't know what else to say to not be corny. And obviously he picked up on the fact that we were just like going back and forth and liking each other's photos. Like, if he didn't realize that, then I was fucked up. I was, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really, um, like, serendipitous moment where we were just, like, happened to both be on Instagram. You liked a couple of my pictures. I liked a couple of yours. You liked a couple of mine. Like, we went back and forth. I fell asleep. And then the next morning woke up and Julia had sent me a message and it was, like, the black yeah. image that just said and he super thought, fun game. Didn't you think it, like, meant something? Yeah, I thought, well, I thought it just wasn't downloading. Oh, I thought like there was an actual image that just wasn't downloading and of course there wasn't. Yeah. So so yeah, from there we started just talking. I mean, I remember, you know, pretty quickly there where it was just like messaging on mm-hmm. Instagram. And then I think you get you yeah. sent your phone number. I so gave I was you like, my All number. right, I'll text you. So I we was started like, texting. I I wish I knew what I said. I have a picture of this somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, I sent him my number and I was like, if you wanna make this easier i think something like that where we didn't have to dm but we could text yeah so we started texting um and again six and a half years apart i'm living in north carolina she's living in new york city you know i'm still in college yeah what the hell are we doing this is wasting everybody's time um but for some reason i don't know we started texting and then moved to phone conversations and then i remember like facetiming you actually i remember that was how i met your dad I was FaceTiming with you. You were in your bedroom at home and your dad walked in and like got on camera. Yeah, it was my little brother's bar mitzvah Mm -hmm. and I was probably a little drunk. Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, I want to say hi, like just how he is. So like he met Pat before I even met you in person. Yeah. Yeah. So then shortly after that, we kind of were like, I think I remember being like, hey, if we're just going to like talk, like we don't, I don't want to see this like go much further because, Mm -hmm. you know. Or if we're actually going to try and make an effort, then we need to, like, both make the effort to see each other. Yeah. So we ended up picking a weekend that we were going to meet at home in our hometown when we would both, like, I'd travel from North Carolina, you'd travel from New York City, and we were going to meet there and, like, hang out that weekend. So we ended up meeting there, uh, meeting in person a couple weekends after we started Instagram messaging. Yeah. And I remember... 
I think I worked that Friday and then left the office like five o'clock and drove yeah, home to Pennsylvania. Like yeah, I didn't get back until like I think it was even later than that, like also, one in the did morning. Did you have a buzz cut? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe you never have since I've been. Yeah, okay. it's a random. Un- I'm just like having flashbacks now yeah. of like what it was like. Um, so I got back at like 1 a.m. Julia came over. We just met out front of my house, my parents' house. Yeah. And we ended up like sitting on the curb outside the house, just like for, talking like, two hours. for like two hours. Yeah. Um, which was I don't know, kind of kind of fun and funny to like look back on and. Yeah. Um, and, and just then, how like easy it was. Yeah. I think from the get-go, that was, like, one thing that we both noticed about the relationship. We it was, just, like, like could we could always anything. just talk. Yeah. Um, and then, so you left that night, and we were like, all right, let's see each other tomorrow. We had, like, two days, so you had to go back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had to go back to be at work Monday morning. And so the next day, we were like, all right, what do you want to do? We ended up meeting somewhere to go for a hike, and then we went and, like, sat down and had pizza. Yeah, um, we just, it was summer, so we did like an outdoor little, not even a hike, just like a walk. And yeah. then we got pizza, and then, I don't remember after that. I think you just left the next day. Yeah. And yeah, then, so like fast forward, we're doing long distance all of a sudden. Yeah. Because I think, I don't know when the next time I saw you was. I think I didn't see you for like another month until you were like, do you want to, unless you came home again. Yeah. Oh, I, we went to I, the I, beach. Okay, we don't, we don't have to go over all that. Yeah. But. So, yeah, you came home, like, maybe one more time. So, I think I saw you, like, three, four times that summer. And the uh, one was me eventually just you being like, do you want to come to North Carolina? And I was kind of like, well, yeah, but you know, it felt weird to me. And I remember my mom being like, what are you going to do? Like, go visit this guy who's older than you and, like, blah, blah, blah. So, I – yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> and then <laughs> – Yes. I booked a flight. I think I flew – in August to see you, and I was just like, I'm just going to do it. I don't know. I felt, I, I like, thinking back now, I'm like, how did I not feel so uncomfortable and out of my comfort zone? And I guess I did, but for some reason, I felt so comfortable, and I was like, I just know in my mind that I want to do this. Yeah. So I just, I literally just was like, I have to do this, so I did. And Yeah. I guess we didn't really talk about, like, what we, the hard part in our relationship was that we didn't talk about, like, what we were, what was going on, and that's yeah. a lot of where my, like, anxiety stemmed from. Because I was kind of like, I don't know what he thinks. I don't know what I think. He's six years older. I'm this. I'm in college. Blah, blah, blah. So there was just a lot of anxiety on my end. And um, somehow I, I kept going. Yeah. I mean, we both or I at least like think back and like the beginning of our relationship was like it was always a lot of fun. Like we could always talk. We could always laugh. Like, yeah. you know, it came pretty natural. But we never had like the serious conversations about like what are we doing what are we here for um and that gets me to like i guess maybe the next thing that i had written down for us is like talking about the challenges that we we face throughout you know our our relationship dating and definitely early on and i guess throughout was the distance but even more so early on because we hadn't communicated about what we were looking for with this relationship. Um, Yeah, and I think it was, like, for me, something that's maybe different than other relationships. I mean, I was younger, so I felt like I had to kind of pretend to be, you know, on your, on his past mm -hmm. level a little bit, and I didn't want him to, like, I was in college, and, like, I had roommates that were very much in college, and that was fine, but I was, like, trying to be a little bit more mature so that he would stick around and, like, date me, you know? Yeah. So... 
the communication was hard because I was trying to kind of not be someone that I'm not. Definitely wasn't doing that. I just was trying to like play it cool. Yeah. When in, yeah. in my mind I was like freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The the two things that I have written down for my like notes for this about like the challenges challenges were like the difficulties of like our age difference and the like the differences that that meant in like our life stage yeah um that being one and then the distance so like the age and life stage um i think on paper sounds a lot more difficult like i was a i don't know what i would have been 27 or so um like you know in a pretty serious professional job like i was you know really focused on that you were a college kid we Mm -hmm. were living 400 miles yeah, apart so like it just shouldn't have worked but you know when we realized that we were kind of both approaching this like seriously and we started to have those conversations that was when i think our relationship took like a turn from just being like okay this is fun like instagram messaging mm-hmm. you know talking blah 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 like all right if we're going to take this seriously we need to talk about that well also because we had to spend money mm. to fly yeah. to see each other it wasn't just like oh maybe i'll see him next weekend it was like yep. no if i'm gonna see you i have to talk to you about it i have to plan it and at that point you were working and i was in college so like you were paying for all of my plane tickets yeah to you know see you so it really just quickly we had to be like is this serious are we going to be mature about this are we going to be like serious and then yeah i don't remember having that conversation but. Well, the the reason I know that you're going to remember having that conversation is because when I tried to break up with you, mm-hmm. because we were like, all right, we're boyfriend and girlfriend, but we don't really know, like, yeah, the distance, the financial April, commitment. Though. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that much later. I don't know why I remember it being like April. It was before your birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember sitting out in the hallway of my apartment building and my roommate which we were sharing a room at the time and she was sleeping and Amber like just heart palpitations because you were like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Yeah. So yeah, what I was saying is how I know we had that serious conversation that like made us both kind of like step forward and commit because I was said to Julia, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done with this. I'm, I tried to break up with her and I kid you not guys. I was like, you're not, (laughs) I was like, no, you're not. We were talking late at night and Julia was like, like we ended the conversation saying like, okay, I I understand how you feel. Let's talk about it tomorrow. And if you still think you feel that way tomorrow, then we'll go our separate ways. Okay. So now you can tell me because I don't even know. I remember saying that too. I was like, if you still feel this way tomorrow, yes, but just sleep on it. Like, please. I was like, literally, please sleep on this. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. We're married, so obviously it got good. <laughs> but, like, what do you remember? I don't know. I think, I mean, I think it was a little bit of, like, the chance of losing you and, like, what we had yeah. made my, like, you know. You were like, I don't want to give up. Made me grow fonder. Yeah, yeah. It was like, all right, I don't want to give up. I don't want to lose that. Um, I didn't want to lose what we had. So, kind of, like, yeah. pulled me in, actually, for more than pushing me out. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I think like from that point, we both were like, okay, this is serious. We're gonna approach this like we're in it for the long run. Like, yeah. And, you know, I think that was... Was that after you? we both said I love you? Because I did say that first and then two months went by. 
and then you said it. So it had to have been before that. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah. anyway. I think it was after you said you loved me, but maybe not before I said. So Guys, I'm not sure. I can't give you relationship advice because, wow, I'm like thinking back to how it went. I don't know how I got to where I am. Because, yeah, I said I love you first. You didn't say it back. You tried to break up with me. I tried to force you not to. And somehow you just listened. And then two months later, you say I love you. Yeah. And you stuck around. But then then it goes kind of the opposite. Then it goes backwards. Like, yeah. You know, we're talking about marriage and stuff. Yeah. So definitely the like the transition from how we started talking to yeah. dating, doing long distance. I mean, we've done episodes on here about long distance. Like there's a lot of good recommendations there, a lot of good ideas. Um, but going, you know, living that for so long, yeah. going through the challenges of long distance, the age differences, the, um, you know, just kind of life stage differences. How did we transition to, okay, let's start talking about marriage? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, one memory of us laying on the beach a few years ago on our stomach like back in like the hot sand. And I remember talking about when, because I was still living in New York and you were living in North Carolina, so we were still doing long distance. Or no, maybe you were in D.C. by mm-hmm. then. Um, and we were talking about marriage. And I was just like, we were in a really good place in our relationship where I wasn't questioning things anymore. Like I knew kind of that we were going to get married. And I think we both knew that. I don't know if we had like talked about it, but I think we just were like, it was just a feeling that we kind of knew. Yeah. And then we started to talk about actual marriage. And I remember telling Pat, I was like, I'm just not ready. Like, I'm finally, like, getting somewhere with my career. And, like, I'm not ready. I don't want to leave New York. And I don't know if that's going to be something I have to sacrifice. So I was very, like, I'm not ready to get married. And I think you were like, okay, but I just want to know that, like, in the near future, you're going to be ready. Because I think at that time, you were maybe almost 30 or 30. Yeah. And I think you were just like, I want to get married. Yeah. To you. So I think I had maybe said to you like yes obviously i want this and like we never really finished the conversation but i think that we kind of like hopefully i gave you an idea that i was like you know yeah well there are a couple things there and like um so growing up every relationship i ever had or any of my siblings ever had my mom would always say and i don't even know if this is meant to be about relationship but she would always say pee or get off the pot meaning like be there for it, take the risks, make the commitment, or just move on to something else. And that's not a bad thing to move on to something else. It's just like, so Julie and I started to have those conversations where I'm like, okay, I know what I want and I want to talk to you about what I want. And, you know, when I say we had conversations about it, it wasn't like, okay, we're going to sit down for one hour and make make our decisions after this one hour discussion. Like, it was over time, over months of like, okay, let's talk about marriage. What do you think about it? How do you feel about it? Are we there yet? Are yeah. do you think we're getting there? And like, we would talk about it. And then, you know, whatever would go by. Three weeks, a month, we'd go by and we'd be like, oh, you know, I saw a ring that I liked. Like, or like, mm-hmm. you know, something that would like bring up kind of the concept of marriage. But it but wasn't always like... Even before that, like, our lifestyles were still a little bit different where like I was still working on my career yeah. and my family was like I was the, I'm the middle child my brother is not married and my younger brother is younger and for you all your siblings were married yeah they're married with kids whatever so like I think there was a little bit more like pressure for you where you were like I'm just ready for this and I was just like I'm in a different stage but yeah and that happens and I think somehow 
in our minds, we made it where we were like, that's not going to matter to us. Like, we know that we want to do this at some point. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, as time went by, we were kind of like thinking, I think our next step was like, where are we going to live? Like, what's next, even besides the marriage, you know? Yeah. And Pat didn't want to live with me until we were married. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like we had to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those were all conversations that we had, like, kind of, I think we were both, like, putting ourselves out there, like, being a little vulnerable, saying, yes, I want to get married. I don't know if now's the time. Like, I'm not going to rush it. I don't want to force it. But let's keep talking about it. And then I think it was just almost like a, like, we both had that feeling that we wanted to get married to each other. We didn't know Wait, when. Yeah, I want to point something else out too. Yes. <laughs> because okay. just for people that are uh, like listening and in a similar situation, when we were having these conversations, I must have been 22, 23 years old. So I felt mm-hmm. very young and I felt that I was the only one of my friends that was in the situation, which also put more pressure on me. So if you guys are feeling like that or whatever, like I had that feeling and I sometimes still do because I am like one of my only friends that are married now. Yeah. Um, but there just comes a point where you're like, what am I going to do? Like lose this over like my real feelings. So anyway. Yeah. So I think there was just a point where like what I'm remembering is this is weird because I feel like we went from talking about it to kind of, you know, mentioning it every now and then to all of a sudden I remember being in my bed in my last New York City apartment, I guess last year or no, I guess two years, whatever, two years yeah. ago because we've been married for like eight months now. Um, and... I remember us being on the phone and being like pretty miserable mm-hmm. and we were kind of just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to do the long distance. It's been almost five years at that point. And I was like, I'm just ready to like be with you. I don't want to do the distance. I was like, yeah, I think I was just like very upset about like, why are we still waiting? And it, and then it, I had this conversation with um, my neighbor who's like one of like kind of like a second mom to me. And I remember just being like, she was like, I can tell that you're feeling very sad. And she was like, what is making you feel that way? And I was like, I want to be like with Pat. I want to be close to him, blah, blah, blah. But I have like these pressures in my mind that are making me feel like I can't. And I remember her just being like, you got to let that go. Like You have to do what's going to make you happy because that's what life is about. And that was like the summary of our conversation. So after that, I feel like I was more like, all right, when are you going to propose? Yeah. Like literally. It wasn't even like and like a month later you proposed. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely I mean, I was ready to be married sooner than you were. Um we ha- it was a long process for us to get to a point where we both were like, okay, we want this. Yeah. And it was an ongoing conversation though. Um you know, the the conversation you're talking about with your neighbor, I remember that. Um mm-hmm. I think it was like a few months before. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably a couple months before we got engaged. And, um, you know, we had just gotten to a point where we were, like, doing long distance. Like, we would have a good weekend together. And then every one of our, like, trips together always ended with us. Like, deep depression. (laughs) Yeah, deep depression because she was getting on a train to go north and I was getting on a train to go south. And, like, we just kind of were like, that's not how we want to be living life. Like, we want to be doing everything together. We want to be, you know, together. Um, so 
you know, it was kind of a, a transition and then, you know, the whole, all right, let's start talking about rings. Let's start, you know, give me some ideas. Yeah, but even like, for uh, for that, for us, it was very like, I think I came to DC one weekend to visit mm-hmm. you and you were like, do you want to go look at rings? And I was like, yeah. sure. Like, it yeah. was so quick. We were just like, well, let's just go look. And we well, found, I, th- I mean, we did it in one trip. Yeah. And I think that's probably like a good tip. Yeah. Because once we talked about and we communicated what we wanted and we were like clear with each other everything else was like more seamless yeah. right we like just once would do we were like questioning. yeah once we were like okay we want to get married then like the ring didn't matter as much then the everything right. like you know we we didn't have to like you know i didn't feel the pressure to like surprise her with a ring because you know it was like okay if we're going to do this life together let's look at rings together yeah. let's talk about rings let's and like the ability to communicate about things, I mean, you know, that'll be the, the title of our book because dating back to, you know, Especially when we started, the long distance, like the like long distance all communication was all we had. Like yeah. we didn't have the ability to yeah. hug or kiss each other. We had the ability to, you know, text yeah. or phone call each mm-hmm. other and like, so. Yeah. So, I mean, quickly after that, we like looked at a ring and then I kind of didn't know what was going to happen from then. And then I think like a month later he proposed, yeah. like he didn't well, have it very long and we knew. And I think then he asked my dad and like, I was very aware of like telling my friends and family, like, I think this is going to happen soon. Yeah. Still a little bit like nervous, but yeah. Well, once we went and looked at rings, we went and like looked and talked to this jeweler. Um, by the way, if you're in DC, Virginia area, give me yeah. a call. I know an awesome jeweler. The guy was the best and made us a custom ring. Yeah. And I still we, love it. <laughs> we went and saw the jeweler and talked to him. And Julia kind of like, you know, kind of mentioned to him what she was looking for and, you know, all, all that good stuff. And then I kind of said to Julia, I was like, all right, I'm going to handle it from here. Like, I don't want you to help anything further. Yeah. Like, just forget about it and I'm going to do it when I want to do it. So then there was the process of like, yeah, talking to your parents, talking to my parents. I think I talked to your brothers, talking yeah. to my, you know, also, everybody. Like, and if you, I feel like so many people want to be surprised with their ring, yeah. which is great. But I do not know if you would have picked out a ring that I would have absolutely loved without my input. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're sending pictures and stuff, yes, but like, I don't know. I would just say go with, yeah, go with, uh, go with them and, Look at look at them together and then be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, specifically, like, getting a ring for you. Like, I knew a ring was going to be on Instagram and in pictures and all that fun <laughs> Pinterest, stuff. Pinterest, guys. So it was I like, just basically right, let Pinterest me, it. Yeah, let me involve you in the process. So, yeah, so one of the questions actually that came up on the Instagram yesterday and that somebody asked me was, how did I know that Julia was the one? And, I mean... I had to reply in like, what is it, 200 characters or less. Um, and it was just, to me, how did I know Julia was the one? It was just the feeling that I couldn't be without her anymore. And I think a lot of, so it was, to me, it was the feeling of like knowing that I couldn't see myself without her anymore. It was like when I thought about my future, when I thought about my home, my forever home, when I thought about, you know, being with my family, it was like, Everything involved Julia in my mind. So it was like, okay, this is how I can like, you know, I know that she's the one because I can't think of life without her. Um, so how did you know, how did you know I was the one? Um, so yeah, I mean, 
I think a lot of times people will say, like, uh, like you couldn't think of your life without me. But at the same time, we were never very dependent on each other. We're like, you were already living your life without me. Mm-hmm. And, like, my point is that, like, we definitely did not need each other. Yeah. It was very much a, like, I don't want to do this without you. But it was not, like, I need you. And I guess you can look at it in different ways. But, like, I just want to point that out because I, we were very, like, de- independent people that wanted to be together. Um, I feel like I knew very early on and I don't know why it was definitely just a feeling that I got where I was kind of like, I'm happier with you. I'm happier Mm -hmm. when we're together. Um, I look forward to many things. I look forward to like planning my future. I'm finally like seeing things in a different perspective and, you know, a lot of just thoughts and feelings were happening that I hadn't had before. Um, I don't think that happens for everyone. I think that it's, like, different in every relationship. Like, I think a lot of times when I tell people, like, how I knew, it's like, oh, I just had this feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people date. And if you don't have, like, especially nowadays with, like, dating apps and everything, and it's like, oh, I don't know, I didn't have that feeling. It's like, but I don't think that's always the case. I think a lot of times you can, like, go on many dates with someone and kind of become their friend first. And then you realize, like, oh, I actually want to be with this person. So I think there's many ways to, like, fall in love and realize that that's the person you want to spend your life with. Yeah. For me, it was just very like, I knew when I met you that there was like something different and special. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good point that this is, this is our experience yeah. with love and relationships and we know it's not the same for everybody. And, you know, this is just kind of how it's gone for us and, you know, and not everybody has the same experience. And we other people. Like, yeah. Every, yeah. Every relationship is different. And if I didn't go after what I wanted at the same time. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. So if I thought, like, oh, he's too old, (laughs) we wouldn't be here. Yeah. You know? Well, I think, and that's, like, the last thing that I have written down here is, like, what is the one tip that you would give, you know, somebody, somebody listening that's in a relationship that, you know, is going good, is not going good, regardless of how the relationship, like, what would be your one tip? In a relationship? Yep. You just said that's going good or it's not going good. Yeah, just in a relationship that... Um, yeah, I guess for me, like, if I'm going to base it off of what I've done and in my past experience with you, I'm, I would say just go for it. Go for it. Go with your gut, kind of, because I had a lot of outside voices being like, Julia, he's six years older. You're still in college. Like, what are you going to do? Like, marry this guy in a year when you're 21? Like, that's so young. And it's like, you're always going to get that from anyone, no matter what situation you're in. And I think maybe... You know, he's getting it from the different end. She's so young, blah, blah, blah. So I would just say go with your gut. Go with what you want. Don't listen to anyone else unless it's like a situation where like, you know, they're concerned. But it wasn't like that. It was kind of just like, what are you going to do? So I didn't feel, you know, I just felt like this is what I want. And I'm going to go for it. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. It's gotten us to where we are now. Marriage and doggo. (laughs) Yep. So, no, I, I really like that. I... I think that's one of the differences between us where you are very like, not spontaneous, maybe spontaneous. I, I don't know. Impulsive, impulsive where yeah. it's like, I want this. I'm going to go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm a little more, I think, calculated with everything. And like kind of my tip or whatever I think that's about. That's such with a good our, balance, I just have to say. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I think about when I think about our relationship, um, to me, it's always been about open communication and like, our willingness to be a little vulnerable, like speaking up 
saying things that maybe feel a little difficult or feel uncomfortable, but things are always going to be better on the backside when you are able to just communicate what needs to be said. Um, and then the other thing is like setting expectations. Like early on in our relationship when we didn't really talk about what we were, or how we were doing or what was going on, that was kind of when we struggled. And then finally we were like, you know, we, we didn't know what we were doing at the time. We kind of lucked into it. But what we were doing was setting expectations. And then that helped us move forward, like, you know, in the same direction. Um, yeah. So, so okay, that's yeah. us. That's us. You can find us. That's how we met. That's how we did it. Um, a, no, I don't think it's a very traditional way of meeting someone. But in terms of long distance, which we get asked a ton, is like, that's our story. That's how we did it. Long distance was effing hard man mm-hmm. it was not easy um but worth it and to this day pat and i will both say if somebody asks us do you regret doing distance hell no it gave us so many opportunities to like grow ourselves and figure out what we wanted so what is next for us babies <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding just kidding <laughs> i mean yes that's yeah, a next yeah. step but that is yeah so uh, everything yeah. so far <laughs> the episode has been looking back on yeah. You know, what, how we started, how we did it, where we're at. And, you know, looking ahead, it's kind of fun because, I mean. It is really fun. We spend a lot of time talking to each other right now. (laughs) This whole COVID thing. Because we're stuck at home, yeah. Um, But recently we've been talking about, like, what do we want next? Like, what is next for us? And, I mean, we've had conversations about babies. We've talked about kids. Of course. We've talked about kids like five years ago. I mean. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we don't think we're ready for kids yet, no. but it is it is something we're thinking about. And then, you know, we, we talk about a house. Now, where that house will be, we have Good no question. idea. We're just but. very, like, we're up in the air with a lot of things because this, I feel like this is the time in our life, like, the next three, however many years, is, like, only us mm-hmm. and our dog. But besides that, when you start having kids, it is you and them and that's great like i'm excited for that but it is never just the two of you and i feel like no one talks about this but if you think about like how many years do you get just being you two it's so little compared to how many years you get with kids so we're just really focusing on like i think covid for me took obviously for everyone but it just personally took so much time away from us being able to travel and like actually do things that we would do so that's why i kind of feel like kids has been pushed back a little bit because we're like we want to buy something we want to buy something here we want to design mm-hmm. a house we want to travel still like you yeah. know we just have a lot of goals yeah career stuff too yeah i think we're still working on some things that we want to accomplish as a, a family of two before we and we take that next step and, and yeah and willow um, a family of two humans, um, you know, and, and actually, you know, shorter term, what's next? I think we, yeah. we've been talking about, you know, kind of a wedding. Um, yeah. that was something that we, we lost. <laughs> we still want a wedding. We guys. still want a wedding. We are married, but we still do want a wedding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something that excites us. We think about, you know, wearing a white dress and a tuxedo and, you know, just yeah, kind of getting able all to, like, our, have that moment. We never had yeah. that. Yeah. So. We think that's something that's on the, the horizon within yeah. however long for us. And yeah. I guess that's it. I mean, like, there are other, like, personal goals that we have. Um, nothing is really even, like, I don't know. There's nothing really much to say. We just have, like, 
things we want to do. And hopefully this year brings a lot more <clears throat> that we're able to do with the vaccine coming out and COVID hopefully saying goodbye. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah, I think that answers a lot of questions. Just yeah. hopefully gives you some tips on if you're in similar situations mm-hmm. or if you just wanted to know our story. Yeah, um, it's kind of... It was kind of it's fun. Not all to, glamorous, you know. Yeah, it's definitely not all glamorous. There were some glamorous times. Yeah, but we're past it was those. fun. Fun to what? <laughs> we're past those. Yeah, it was fun to sit here and talk about it and think back on kind of what has gotten us to where we are. And yeah, you know, we do spend so much time talking about other people's relationships. So it's yeah. fun to talk about our own. Okay, I think that is it for the episode today. Um, we have more episodes that are exciting and coming up. We are so excited for you guys to hear them. Make sure you are subscribed and leave us a review if you guys want. We love to hear your reviews. Um, if you have something bad to say, maybe just DM us. Um, but that is it for today's episode. We will see you guys next week. See everybody. Bye.